Hey everyone, I'm Matt. And I'm Kyle. And we're the Casual Tutors, back again today with another episode. You might notice something different. Doug is on a little sabbatical, um, just, you know, time off, end of summer, beginning of school, all this kind of stuff. So, you know, he'll be back. Don't worry. I know everyone loves Doug. Um, but, you know, Kyle and I are going to keep, keep, keep on keeping on. And I know that isn't necessarily true because we missed last week and we are eternally sorry, but sometimes things happen and we just can't get schedules to meet up. Anyways, this week we wanted to talk about what to expect when you go down to your LGS's casual quote unquote commander night. Um, I like to call it commander Wednesday because that's when we know at our LGS in Elko, we always play commander on Wednesdays. Uh, but, you know, it could be any day of the week, whatever your store handles, you know, casual commander, sometimes multiple days a week, depending on your store. And now that I'm up in Boise, you got a couple different, you know, options up here for how stores run their events. So I thought, you know, this might be a good time to talk about kind of the gambit of what to expect. So I think baseline casual commander event at your LGS is you show up, at, you know, a set time, you know, 4.30, 5.30, even 7 o'clock up here in Boise. A lot of events start that late. And you sign into event link. You know, you might get a promo code. And then you sit down in kind of a self-aside pod and, you know, get playing Commander. In essence, it's kind of like the truest casual Commander that you can get. It's like almost kitchen table, but being in a formal setting. And, you know really offers the opportunity to have these good, healthy Rule Zero discussions because there's nothing on the line. There's nothing anybody really cares about in the game. Obviously, people want to win, and you should want to win in Commander, like we've said multiple times. But getting to that win is less important in these types of events. And honestly, an event like that, I'd prefer more. If I was playing Casual Commander, I think just self-assigning pods, you know, deciding who you're playing against or you know if you're finished the game if you're going to pick up and go find a different table i i feel like that is in my mind at least more essence of commander and more what what i would like to do alternatively and something that's more common up here in boise is stores will run casual commander events where you sign in with an event link and then they will assign pods four player pods where you go and you play four or three other randomly assigned people and it's still under the guise of casual um so you know hopefully that atmosphere is prevalent but you know a lot of these also carry the weight of some kind of prize support with them and I think that prize support gets a little bit tricky. If it's just even across the board, like we're randomly assigning, like, thank you for signing up. Thank you for coming. Here's a promo card, whatever. Great. You know, don't have to worry about it. You're not competing for it. Um, but a lot of, a lot of these stores are also, you know, having some sort of prizing structure or point structure to determine how you get prizes. And for instance, and I'm not going to name the store, but this last one I went to last week, um you you show up and everyone at the table has one point assigned to them and if you kill someone you take their point and then the winner at the end of the at the end of the pod gets the points for each person they killed or anybody else that was left in the game when they won but they don't get the points for the people that those people killed so say it's me, Kyle, Doug, and Frank sitting at a table. I knock Frank off super early. I take Frank's point, but then I don't do anything the rest of the game. Kyle comes in and combo kills me and Doug on the same turn. So he'll get his point, Doug's point, and Kyle's point. 
and or um his point doug's point and my point not kyle he already got his and i'll hold on to frank's so kyle will end that pod with three points and i'll end it with one for killing frank and then it is kind of a tiered structure you know you got one to four points you get a pack and then two packs and three packs so on and so forth and it seemed fun it was a little bit confusing at first until someone really sat down and explained that point thing to me but my literally the first thing we sat down someone obviously asked you know do we have a rule zero you know how casual is this event i've never done this before and luckily i wasn't just me at this table that was new to this store and i was like i think it's just casual and you know the other two players agreed yeah it's just casual and then that same one of those same players that said it was casual immediately said but i'm playing a nine <laughs> and everyone at the table was like oh casual nine yeah those two things go together yeah, I mean, I think that's when you start assigning points to things and start start doing assigned seating and stuff like that. I really think that it it, it to my mind it kind of feels like it takes the casual out of it. I feel like that would be fun for events every now and then. Um but I don't know if it's something I'd want to do on the regular, especially for most of my commander play. It it was definitely interesting and like a big change because like I said, I was super used to you know, XP casual, you come in, you sit down on a pod and there's nothing else involved beyond that. I will say though, and Kyle, you made the same point about how you can just kind of pick up and go find another pod when it's super casual. That is also, that's kind of a strength of this is that the next round, next game, you're going to be randomly assigned and you're more than likely not playing the same people. So if you do have a bad experience, you're probably not playing that dude that said he's playing a nine in a casual game again. That is So there true. is that. But sometimes you have good experiences and you want to play again. Yeah, definitely. Like I, I was there with a new friend of mine up here in Boise and you know, we got there early. So we got a few casual games in before the event. We played that first game together. He actually ended up winning the pod over the dude that said he was playing a nine. And then, yeah, we didn't see each other for the other two games. And I ended up playing, you know, a pod with just two other people. So it was just a three man pod at the end of it. So that was kind of, kind of crappy, but I did get to try out the new, you know, quote unquote Eldrazi precon. And that absolutely stomped and was disgusting. I will say this kind of does remind me. Um, we did the commander showdown not too long ago. Um, and we did do it as competitive. And that was also really fun doing assigned seat pods as a competitive pod coming into it knowing it's yeah and you know it's not necessarily there were some cedh decks there um but not necessarily cdh itself it's just more tournamenty than casual commander i guess yeah you went into it with the expectation that everybody's going to be you know be that dude playing a nine whereas this event just happened to be advertised on their facebook page as casual commander and you show up and a dude is tryharding to get packs i guess which <laughs> i ended up killing him so he got nothing that round you get nothing sir that's pretty cool yeah i i quote unquote sniped him because there was like a big board wipe i was playing my goro goro and satoro deck so either everything has haste or it's a ninja or something along those lines so i just i got top decked um our bestest red praetor boy um i can't remember his name right now it's escaping me but anyways, that the old version where it's haste and he gives all your creatures haste, and he just happened to be sitting at four life, so I swung in and killed him exactly for four and took his point from him. Hey, still that was counts. a good time. Yeah, counts. And that I ended up 
you know, doing good the rest of the night. I got six dollars in store credit you know, on top of a promo card. So like I'll take it anytime I don't have to play for pay for events. Yeah. But yeah. And then there there's, you know, the, the kind of the hybrid that goes on there too. Um and I experienced this up in Idaho Falls. Not Idaho Falls, Twin Falls. And it's formalized in the fact that, you know, they have pods and they assemble you in your new groups every, you know, there was an hour and a half. So there was plenty of time to play a game. And because there was so much time in these rounds, it just automatically morphed into casual commander after that. You get your, you know, quote unquote, casual competitive game out of the way that counts. And then so I, I got to play three games in one hour and a half period before. And it was just one straight up for the event game and the two casual just for fun games and that was you know that was kind of the sweet spot for me and it, that was a very long night though because hour and a half rounds like i know commander games regularly go hour and a half but when you're on a timer it i don't know it seemed to take an eternity and you know <laughs> i was there for work so it was like one of those things where i was already exhausted so that probably didn't help but i, I definitely had a great time with that I will say that was the one nice thing about uh, coming into the showdown with like the idea of tournament is even though they were hour and a half rounds, um, I don't, I, I'm almost positive not a single round went to time. Yeah, that's good. Cause you know, that's obviously not the experience that we had with, you know, other constructed or limited events that we used to run. Yeah, you're telling me, man. Modern's been going to rounds every single round for the last few FNMs. Yeah, I I, know, I heard that there was a certain player that was just playing a, essentially a no win con control Azorius deck, though. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure if he listens to this, he knows who he is. With no shame, <laughs> it's a cool deck. Don't get me wrong. I played against him a couple of weeks ago with uh with that like red deck wins deck, and um. I ended up going to rounds and ended up being one, one, one. Um, but, and that's the problem though, is, is as I've watched him play, it's a really cool deck. It's a really cool idea. I think he goes one, one, one every single round. Yeah. And it's definitely not one of those decks. That's going to not be on time. <laughs> Although we did do pioneer this last weekend and, um, we let a newer player borrow a deck, but the only extra deck we had was Lotus field. And so that was nice. interesting. Yeah, that was probably not the best deck to loan the new kid. Yeah, the perfect intro into Pioneer. Here's Lotus Field. <laughs> yeah. I actually haven't played any constructed commander outside of Casual Commander in like ever since I moved here. And I just I've I've really been burned out um in general. You mean and, constructed magic outside of Commander? Yeah. What did I say? A constructed commander outside a casual commander. Yeah, yeah, sure. That, whatever you said the second time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and I am, you know, I was in that draft league every Tuesday for a while, so I made friends in there and stuff like that. So I've been trying to meet up with, you know, a couple of them on commander casual days, and so that's probably something I want to keep on doing. Uh, I also tried picking up Lorcana, which I ended up just not going because <laughs> the event started at 7 o'clock, and I was like, mm. I'm an old man. It is Friday, but seven's getting awfully close to bedtime. That's pretty late for an event to start. Yeah, and that that's like super common up here. It's really weird. And the stores all close at 10. So like they do these things in three hours, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. And and I don't know if they just found that they get more people by starting at seven rather than six or something. But yeah, it was it was interesting. Um, 
Really, I was only going to do Lorcana because Jackie saw the Disney princess cards and the Mickey Mouses and all that stuff. I, the game seems okay. It seems cool in concept. I'm just not like hyped for it at all. So I have no interest. And Jackie just wants me to go get cards for her to collect. So that wasn't a big motivation. I didn't go. So I just told her we'd pick them up at Walmart or whatever we saw them next. Yeah, I... Who did I talk to recently? I talked to Gus. I sat down. Gus came in and played modern with us i want to say and uh mm-hmm. i talked to gus for a while because he had just gotten back from gen con and he said Lorcana was interesting he was kind of trying to explain the rules out to me a little bit and of course it's disney so it's a little weird you're not like damaging or killing it's it's gaining more, lore you're gaining lore and and they're kind of fading away or whatever it's it's really interesting um but uh, I, I don't know. I, I, you know, maybe if I see some cards, I'll check it out. But Magic's already, yeah. Magic's already taken up a lot of money and time. The, the most interesting aspect for me was that it, it still is like Magic where you can only have four copies of the same card in every deck. But then you, you don't play with any resource cards. So there's no mana or anything like that. You gain ink somehow through way abilities on cards, I guess. And you don't ever have to worry about, you know fitting in 21 land cards you could just fit in you know five copies and a legend of another you know of cards you actually want to be playing so that part was kind of cool but yeah not not on the top of my list to go out and try but i guess we definitely got off tangent there my bad for bringing up lorcana but um i really wanted to, to circle back on this whole you know, prize support designated pod subject for, you know, your quote unquote casual commander Wednesday events or commander, whatever day of the week they want to call it event. And, you know, I, I have a feeling one way or the other, cause you know, obviously running events for LGS down in Elko for a while there. Um, I got to see it firsthand and coming up here where thank God I'm not involved in any of that anymore. And <laughs> I don't have to worry about it because it's not my problem, but you know, how do you feel? Do you think offering formal price support for how you do in the event is takes the casual out of casual commander? Yes, absolutely. No questions asked. Yeah. And you know, I, I feel like it's entirely TO dependent. So if you have whoever's running in the event being on top of it and, you know, somehow moderating it so that there isn't that dude that says, sits down at the table and says, Oh yeah, this is casual. Here's my nine. And instead of sits down, sits, sits down on the table and goes oh yeah here's my upgraded pre-con or here's my six or a seven and that's how everybody is i think you know that keeps it casual with you know some bonus on top of it but it's never going to fully remove that aspect of i gotta try hard because i want to get packs do you think prize support gets more people in the doors for these events mm, i don't know with the promos we've had recently i don't think so i mean so I think that the prize support as in the promo packs, I think do, but, um, you know, those are pretty much, those are pretty selective for F and M. And then that you get into the, if you start using that for things like casual games, then you get into the issue of, is it casual anymore? Um, as for the promo cards themselves, just giving out the single promos, I, I really don't know if a lot of them have been super exciting or if they're exciting to get more than once. Um, we do have some exciting ones coming up, but again, I think they're special event, exciting ones. So I, you know, I don't know. I free cardboards, free cardboards. So it's hard to say, but yeah. And I, I think those 
individual promo cards to sign because every store I've gone to where I've signed up for a magic event, they've just given me one randomly, kind of like we did at XP, where you know you go in on one Wednesday night and I'll be like, "Here's a temple of the false god. Thanks for coming." They've all kind of had that strategy. I guess I was more on board of like, you know, if you get X number of wins, you get X number of draft packs or something like that. Or like, you know, we do a Swiss pairing for pods and whoever wins the top pod gets X number of packs, stuff like that. Obviously, that in and of itself, Swiss pairing right there tells you it's competitive. Right, right. Yeah. And if you tell me you get so many packs based on so many wins, then I'm definitely going to bring a deck that I think is going to win more. So I guess what this is leading to is should more stores stop advertising events like this as casual instead of just, you know, I guess like ABU doesn't have this problem. They just straight up say commander league now for all their events, which is slightly confusing for new players. Unfortunately, even myself being experienced in the magic world coming up here and see that they have no just commander night. They every every commander event is a commander league, but I guess that gets that whole casual competitive thing right out of the way out the gate and is transparent. So I guess that's a good thing. See, it's just weird for me because I feel like league makes me feel like it's, I guess maybe not less casual, but, or maybe not competitive, but less casual. Yeah. And league to me implies that it's like a multi-week thing. Like you sign up and you show up every Wednesday and you know, you get points or something based on how you do that Wednesday. And then at the end of a month or two months or whatever, you add up all your points and that's how you finish or something like that. And these are straight up, not that they're just, you show up and we play like a one, like a, you know, a three pot event and you get prizes based on how you do. I don't know. It's definitely interesting. Um, I'm definitely more in the boat. Go ahead. I was going to say again, I just, I really feel like I like the idea of, of a mix of these different things, right? Like I wouldn't mind to see, you know, a mix of more assigned seats, maybe a little more serious, but not competitive, a mix of very casual, a mix of even doing things that are just like, this is a league. It goes on for this long at the end points are tallied up. And, and even that's a little less casual, but not totally cedh level competitive win 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 you know i i like the idea of just doing kind of a mix of these being and and when you're in a place like boise you know you have the option of going okay this store is doing this this store is doing this on these days so you kind of have that anyways yeah hashtag blessed um no shortage of game stores here and that's kind of the weird thing about boise it's super clicky as i'm finding out like even in the wargaming world like I participated in what's called a rogue trader tournament, which is just a small Warhammer tournament. And there was like 14 players in it. And it was at one of the game stores and, you know, talking with the guys, I'm like, Oh, there's, you know, another one of these store championship RTTs at this other game store at the beginning of September. Are you going? They're like, Oh no, we don't go to that store. And like the exact opposite. And, you know, that repeats five or six times at different stores across the Valley. It's just super weird to me that they wouldn't take advantage of this diversity of events that they have. Why don't they and, go to that store? What's wrong with that store? <laughs> I I don't know. And like, it's the same thing. Like, people at that other store won't go to that store. And like, I it's like this weird clicky bullshit. Man, <laughs> and I'm like, stupid. I play here, I play there. I want to do this event here. I'm like, you know, like you guys. Just, I, I guess they're probably just spoiled, honestly, where they might be used to having this variety, and they've just fallen into what they're used to, and then that's all they do as opposed to like me coming from Elko where, you know, we have like a a 12 man active 
you know, magic scene essentially. And coming up here where there's like, you know, uh, at least 120 active magic players and, you know, getting to go to all these different stores and do all these different events. Like it's open season for me. Whereas they're like, Oh, this is nothing special. It's weird. But yeah, I bet that's you there's kinda... even more. You just got to hunt them down, Matt. Other stores? No, other active magic players. Oh, I, yeah, 120 is definitely a low estimate. I just wanted to keep it in terms of like what I said for Elko being 12. <laughs> it's probably like over a thousand. Yeah, Elko's Elko's a little higher than 12. I guess active is kind of hard. Yeah, I mean, like who actively show up to events? And yeah, like, that's true. 12 might even be a little high. <laughs> <laughs> and that that was mostly based on the commander crowd whereas like the average i would say was right around 12 you know we would get three pods going pretty reliably i feel like it's kind of weird because the summer almost feels like it dipped a little bit but i feel like for a while there we had a like active 16 to 18 people for commander yeah there definitely was like in springtime when the weather was still really bad People were, and that's kind of weird because normally when weather's bad, people stay away because they don't want to drive or whatever in the shitty snow or sleet. But I don't know. Part of it is definitely summer where it just drops because people are doing other things because the mm-hmm. weather's nice. And I'm sure, you know, the this constant magic bullshit that keeps coming out doesn't help because I feel it and I'm fucking stoked for the game, but I don't want to play it anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, I, I, yeah, I feel you. There's, there's so much like negativity around it right now. It's kind of difficult and stuff like that. I really am hoping with these new standard sets coming that that kind of fixes it. Uh, Wild of Zeldrain looks cool. I haven't looked at any of the cards yet. Um, I, I have not Zero. been super interested in this spoiler season, which is a little weird. Um, I'm really excited for Ixalan, but I'm hoping that these new standard sets come out. I had a weird interest from a few people at Pioneer for uh, standard. Um, I don't know if that's going to be anything, but maybe with these new standard sets, we do get an interest in standard. Um, unfortunately, we know that there's going to be these off-the-wall powerful cards that cost a bazillion dollars, and your standard deck's going to be super expensive and then worth nothing in three years, but we'll see how it goes. Yeah, and definitely with rotation coming up here, um, you know, not too long away, the first one in a while, the first significant one in a while since they pushed it back last year, you know, that might be a good time to try again. Um, that way there doesn't feel bad about people buying into it for a month. But overall, you know, the biggest thing is just to support your LGSs. Find what works for you. If it's if you're like me and you're spoiled and have, you know, a store in every corner, you can pick and choose in different nights of the week, go do different things. And, you know, that's great. But also, you know, if you're someplace small like Elko, go down to your local store. If they don't have something you want, you know, the only way they're going to find out about it is if you talk to them about it. So, you know, definitely hit them up. I, you know, most LGSs are open to discussion and, you know, they obviously, they want to have events that bring people into their stores. So, you know, you speaking with whoever's working or if you know the TO, stuff like that, super beneficial, mm-hmm. highly recommended. That's crazy. Uh, you just said standard rotation, uh, you know, might change that. Standard rotation is another year out, Matt. <laughs> There is anything this fall? No, it's fall of 2024 with the uh with the pushback. Oh, the pushback wasn't last year. No, we have four more sets to come out before standard rotates again. 
I swore that was last year. Time is not real to me anymore. Yeah, it's Midnight Hunt all the way to fall of 2024. Wow. Okay. Well, I mean, I guess you could test the waters there. That might be cool. There are zero standard events up here in Boise, if that helps paint a picture for you. Yeah, I, I kind of figured standard was dying a little bit. It's so much easier to play on arena, too. So if you do enjoy standard, it, I mean... It almost doesn't make sense to me to play in paper anymore. Just play on Arena. You know it's going to be on there. You know it's going to be significantly cheaper. Here we go. LAN Arena Standard Events. LAN Arena Standard Events. Yeah. Bring back the cafe. The <laughs> PC cafe. Yeah. But yeah. All right. Yeah. And speaking of all right, if you ever wanted to be all right at making podcasts just like us, make sure to check out our sponsor for this episode, Spotify for Podcasters. Boop, 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 doop. And I don't think there's really much more to say. This was kind of a nothing episode. We were just kind of talking about how we feel about quote unquote casual commander events. What makes them casual? Where is that line for them to stop being casual? And really just want to reiterate support your LGSs communicate with them, be active in your community because ultimately that makes everyone, you know, a better magic player, healthier community, and everyone has more fun in this game in a world where it's so easy to be down on it. Make sure to check out our socials. As always, there's going to be a link tree description or link down in our description. And it has, you know, links to our Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, casual tutors, everything. More importantly, join our Discord. We didn't have an episode last week, but we still had a discussion in there with members. So make sure you jump in there and check it out. Join our community. We love talking with everybody, even if it, you know, we don't have to see eye to eye. That's the great thing about having discussions. You know, we work through it with everyone. And, you know, in the end of the day, it's beneficial for everyone to get just shit off their chest. If you need a sounding board, you know, we're often there for that too. Um, so I guess that's kind of it for this episode. Uh, hopefully we're back next week with Doug. I do have a topic that, you know, is super interesting to me. Hopefully Kyle and Doug are stoked on it. So stay tuned, make sure to check it out. And, you know, first place to get it or get an idea that it's out is those socials. Anyways, I'm Matt. I'm Kyle. And we're the casual tutors. Thanks for listening.